Hello, everybody. Welcome into Camel Call Friday on a Thursday. That's because it is Big South tournament time for our baseball team. They start playing postseason play today, Thursday at 1 p.m. versus Gardner-Webb in High Point, North Carolina at Truist Point. That is the stadium for the independent pro league team, the High Point Rockers. It's a nice new stadium. That's where it was held last year. If you get a chance, go on up. Hey, at the end of the podcast, we will hear from Campbell Head Baseball Coach Justin Hare as he gets prepared for the Big South Tournament and talk a little bit about the possibility of hosting an NCAA regional. We'll get to that near the end of the show as well. I'm Chris Saymeyer. Evan Budrovich is still on his European vacation. I hope you all are having a very, very great week and what could be a very, very special week. Already special for our Campbell track and field team. They have 10 student athletes participating in the NCAA East prelims, basically an East regional as they take the top 12 of every event that advances to the national tournament and the championships coming up in a couple of weeks. It's down in Jacksonville, Florida. Yesterday, Wednesday, the first day of competition, already three advanced to the quarterfinals from Campbell. Our, our five women yet to compete, and of course uh, yet to compete too, is C.J. McBride. He has the best collegiate high jump mark in the entire nation. So he is yet to come. Hopefully next week on this podcast we'll have some very good news to tell you about how many we have go to nationals. They stream the evening events on ESPN Plus uh, every night, so make sure you tune in Thursday and Friday. Still a couple nights of competition, and our competition full of Campbell track and field student-athletes. Our softball team, speaking of the NCAA tournament, they put an exclamation point on one of their best years ever. They not only won a game in what was their third straight NCAA tournament appearance, but they also really were if you hadn't paid attention, they went one and two, but they were a couple of innings away from going to a regional final. A, a first for them, they came in as the number three seed, and they uh, ended up uh, losing to Charlotte two times, but that first game against Charlotte, a really good, hard-fought game that got away from them late. They rebounded the next day, beat George Mason handily 7-1, to one, then played Charlotte again. It was a 4-4 game going late. The winner of that game was going to advance to play Duke in the regional final. Campbell came up a little bit short, losing 6-4. to four, But my goodness, what a performance as they took another step in that program by becoming a, a team that was, again, just a, a couple of hits away from going to a regional final. So three straight NCAA tournaments, something that has never been done before. The last time they went to the NCAA tournament way back in 08, and 09. 42 wins this season. That was the most from this softball team since 2008. They boasted the pitcher of the year, the freshman of the year. They had two more first teamers and winning not only a third straight Big South Conference tournament title, but a regular season title as well. So they pulled the double all three years. Claudia Shorty Ware, nicknamed Shorty, that's how she goes about even over the PA at the softball stadium. She is the only senior on the team. That's the exciting part about the future of this very good team. There are a few more players who are redshirt juniors who could use a COVID year who might not come back, but, but, but Shorty was the only redshirt senior. What an amazing career for her. Turned out to be five years, 238 games. She hit 325, 
460 slugging, 432 on base percentage. Those are all her career numbers, and she came up so clutch in the NCAA tournament, in the Big South Conference tournament. She was a silent leader, but one of the best to ever put on the Campbell softball uniform. So proud of her and so proud of, of head coach Trina Prater in her first year here. Um, she wants to build something special. She already has. It is not easy to come into a program that has been winning and not only keep them winning, but elevate. And that's what she has done. She, she, she now has won trophies at Buffalo, at Hampton, and now at Campbell. She is uh, certainly proven the former All-American player from LSU. So uh, just uh, amazing what the softball program has done as they are maybe a couple years behind, but really parallel uh, what baseball's path has been. A team that wins the conference every year, goes to the NCAA tournament every year, and then ends up winning in the NCAA tournament. And, and speaking of Campbell baseball, uh, they just continue to do things what they have never done before, and this has been a decade of Campbell baseball doing what they haven't done before, a four-year stretch of Campbell baseball shattering the, the, the glass ceiling. And the 14th-ranked Campbell baseball team, it's now their 12th straight week in the top 25. Their 12th straight week in the top 25. To not only get in, but keep climbing. They were in the top 10, of course. But then to have that target on your back each and every time you go out to play for two and a half months and to win and to stay in the top 25 and really in the top 15 uh, this entire time, uh, unbelievable. They won their fifth straight regular season title over the weekend with Upstate. That was a little more difficult than many thought. Upstate was the second place team in the conference, the only team that had a chance to catch Campbell and beat Campbell in some very close games the first two games of the weekend. So it was a winner-take-all for the regular season and number one seed in the tournament game. And it went into extra innings, and Campbell gutted it out. They ended up winning um, just uh, an amazing, amazing weekend where they uh, had all of us on their, on the edge of their seats. But the bottom line is, again, they win again and win their fifth straight regular season title. So into this week, a program record, 14 Camels. They earned all conference honors, 14, including eight Camels, ended up on the first team. 14 all-conference honors, eight on the first team. Justin Hare, coach of the year for a third straight season. Lawson Harrell ended up as the player of the year. There are so many incredible things to talk about when you talk about and really start dissecting how special this run of Campbell baseball has been. But Lawson Harrell is a guy from a small high school outside of Shelby, North Carolina, a guy that was not very heavily recruited at all coming out of high school. He was in the backyard of Gardner-Webb. He was a six-foot guy that had okay numbers um, coming out of high school and pitched a little as well. Um, he came in, was a two-way player his first year here. They said being a position player, focusing on hitting and fielding is going to be your best shot, and they turned him into a player of the year who is going to end up on a minor league roster somewhere this summer. Um, one of the many incredible things that, that they have done, not only getting the best out of guys that may be overlooked um, and – but, but having them in and turning them into guys that are going to make a paycheck playing baseball. I don't know if Lawson Harrell is going to get to the major leagues, but the fact that a dude from Shelby that, that, that nobody really wanted that much of uh, has turned into the best player in the Big South Conference and looked through the years and, and littered 
uh, amongst a program that does a very good job of bringing in JUCO guys and making them really good and bringing in transfers and making them really good. They also equally or even more so uh, take homegrown talent and turn them into okay freshmen that that weren't very heavily recruited uh, into guys that are best players in the league, All-Americans, Zach Neto, a guy that is a, a starting shortstop on a major league team as well. Just incredible of what they have done. Um, to go along with Lawson Harrell, Jackson Roberts, uh, speaking of a, of a freshman, he is the freshman of the year in the conference. Campbell Baseball, the number one seed in the Big South Tournament. They take on Gardner-Webb today, Thursday at 1. Only four teams in the tournament this year. There were, for those final two spots, a battle of six teams going into the weekend. So on the other side of the bracket, it's uh, USC Upstate and Winthrop. Those two will play at 5 tonight. The losers of those games play tomorrow in an elimination game at 11. The winners play at 3. The loser of that game will play the winner of the first game on Friday. It's double elimination, so three games tomorrow. The championship game scheduled for noon on Saturday. It's going to be nationally televised on ESPNU. The weather looks lousy on Saturday. Of course, they have all day on Saturday. And then uh, it would go into Sunday, too, if they would need to. Hopefully, that's not the case. So the championship game at noon on Saturday on ESPNU, if Campbell is in that championship game, we'll have audio coverage for you on GoCamels.com, the Varsity Network, as, as that's a national broadcast. So if you can't get ESPNU, we'll have you covered audio-wise. Then it gets tricky if it is an if-necessary game, too, as in, There'll be an undefeated team in that championship game, a team with one loss, undefeated team wins. Trophy comes out. We hope it's Campbell great. If it goes to a second game, as in the team uh, that has one loss beats the team with no losses, it goes into a winner-take-all final game with both team having one losses. And then we'll switch back to ESPN+. Plus. Uh, Cole Hallam, former Campbell baseball great, will be a color analyst for the entire weekend. Phil Constantino and I... Phil is uh, he works for Gardner Webb. We'll be doing we'll be sharing the play by play duties um, on ESPN Plus all the games except that championship game. But if it comes down to uh, each team has one loss and they have to play at four o'clock on Saturday, that game will be back on ESPN Plus. So that's kind of what it looks like as far as audio coverage. So so this is really really interesting. You, you got Campbell coming in. Uh, taking on a Gardner-Webb team today that they beat two of three two weekends ago but lost the final time they saw Gardner-Webb on Sunday. It was a very close game on the Friday game, a one-run game on that season. Gardner-Webb is a very, very good uh, starting pitcher. They have a couple of very good starting pitchers. And then, of course, Campbell's going to play USC Upstate sometime in this tournament. You say USC, USC Upstate has all of the confidence in the world. It's a USC Upstate team that, that truly believes they should be regular season champions. And also, these are some teams that not only have a little bit of confidence against Campbell. Winthrop does not. Campbell uh, beat Winthrop hand, handily. It was a couple of months ago and uh, maybe a short memory for the Eagles. But, but Winthrop, probably the one team that knows Campbell is going to be a big, big problem for them. But... All of these teams, uh, regardless if they have confidence or not, they have got to win the tournament to get into the NCAA tournament. Automatic bid for the tournament winner. Campbell is in the very unique position as Campbell. They could go in, go 0-2. They could go 1-2. They could go 2-1, 2-2. They are going to be in the NCAA tournament, whether they win this weekend 
or not. Campbell got an at-large bid a, a couple of years ago, but that was really on the edge. Campbell was not sure at all if they were going to get an at-large bid. They did for the first time in program history after losing in the championship game of the Big South Conference tournament. But, but Campbell this year, they know that they will be in the NCAA tournament. So a very unique set of circumstances going into this tournament. But Campbell also knowing if they want to stay in the conversation to host a regional, they pretty much know that they almost have to win the tournament. Maybe can still host a regional without doing it, but, but, but when you think about everything that's going on, they, they will feel a lot better about their chances to host an NCAA regional if they're able to win the Big South tournament. Okay, NCAA Baseball Regional 101. Campbell has put in a bid. That's step number one. 16 teams host four-team regionals. Campbell is ranked 14th in the D1 baseball poll, which is the one that the NCAA uses. They're in the top 20 in all the other polls. They are 18th in RPI. That's factored in. National Rankers is ranking is factored in. The, the RPI will yo-yo up and down all weekend. It depends on what you do. It depends on what your opponents have done. It depends what other teams around you do. Um, so that's going to pinball back and forth. That's factored in as well. They also factor in things you actually have in the bid, which is why you put in a bid. You don't just say, hey, we'd like to host if we could. Uh, a lot of people at Campbell have spent many hours putting this together, but they take into consideration the ballpark, the city location, the geographic location, hotels. Um, the good news is Campbell has put a really good bid together. The, the ballpark, the hotels are very good. It would be down in Fayetteville at Segra Stadium, the home of the Fayetteville Woodpeckers. It is a obviously professional ballpark. It's a minor league ballpark, but it reminds you of, of the Durham Bulls or someplace like that. It, it, has, uh, it has all the amenities, and that's something that they really, really look for. It has all the amenities, and that's something that they really, really look for. This is where things get wild and fun. We will find out if Campbell hosts a baseball regional when the world finds out. 8.30 p.m. on Sunday night, they announced the 16 regional sites. We'll find out when everybody finds out. Monday at noon, they announced the entire field of 64, so you know who's coming to play. Friday, we start playing baseball. So that's what happens. From Sunday at 8.15, you don't know if you're going to get on a bus to go somewhere. You don't know if you are going to uh, get on a plane and go somewhere. You don't know all that stuff until Monday, unless you know that you're hosting a regional, which you will find out at 8.30 on Sunday night. He here's the thing. It, it, it is another enormous step and really surreal when you think about that Campbell is talking not only about putting in a bid has put in a bid to host a regional but uh, they have a good chance of hosting a regional um, if that doesn't happen they will be a two seed certainly somewhere that is something that has never happened before um, and that leads us to the final segment here we talked to Justin Hare head coach at Campbell baseball about what he has talked about with his team in regards to this hosting a regional talk that has been on the table really for the last couple of months. Also, he's asked, is this his best team ever? And we started off this uh, pre-tournament line of questioning, uh, talking about injuries. Cade Keeler, his star pitcher, his starter, back from illness. He's expected to start today. 
Drake Pearson, the preseason player of the year, who has been a mainstay in the middle of the lineup, he's really doubtful of the tournament. But he says, other than that, things are looking pretty good. Other than that, pretty um, pretty healthy. We've we've had a pretty challenging slate, um, and and um, you know some quick turnaround and 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 stuff like that. So we've taxed our bullpen a little bit. So this. This little week, as uh, you know, between uh, between the weekend and and not starting the tournament until Thursday, I think is really helpful to to kind of get our guys a little bit rejuvenated and and recovered and and hopefully um, back feeling great going into the tournament. We certainly are excited to to get over there and compete and um, excited to be the number one seed again and 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 hopefully be in the driver's seat to um, some to do some nice things over there at uh, at High Point. It got to a point where, you know, we hadn't really think it was like the giant elephant in the room as, you know, um, you know, social media and, you know, Campbell's got a chance to host and we're getting projections where there's a Bowie's Creek regional. And, you know, we didn't really address it a whole lot because, again, you, you don't want to make too much out of it or make that your identity at all. And so I think like just probably like four weeks ago, it was just like, all right, let's talk about this. Let's talk about where we are. We were like ninth or 10th or 11th in the country at that point. And it was like, this is where we are. This is what people say we are. We're going to have an opportunity to host. These are the things, in my opinion, or in our staff's opinion, that we need to be able to do to put ourselves in the best position to host. Play really well in the midweek. You know, obviously, with, with some of those high RPI games, being at North Carolina, being at East Carolina, and so on and so forth, win the regular season championship, um, you know, the the thought was was to win every um weekend series we went 12 and 1 in weekend series this year um you know um we, we swept seven weekend series and so so we've we've done some things certainly we would need to win the conference tournament to still be in that conversation we did submit a bid um but it but it was one of those things where i think it was starting to like be a really awkward piece that we didn't talk about to bringing light to it, talking about it. This is where, if, if this is something that we really want to do, these are the, these are kind of some benchmarks that, that we can kind of wrap ourselves around and let's just go attack it, man. Like, let's just go do the best we can do. It's out of our hands anyway, but, but let's, let's call it what it is. Let's, let's, let's put a target on it. And if we get the opportunity to great, um, I was texting with Kendall Rogers last night. Cause he was, he was, he, you know, he, you know, said that, you know, well, I got a source that, you know, you guys put in a bid. Yeah, we did, you know, whatever, whatever. And I just said, Hey man, like we we've never been in this position before our programs never even been in the conversation to host. So we're certainly moving in, in the right direction. Um, there hasn't been a whole lot of, of big South teams in the history of the league that have been in that conversation. Coastal Carolina is basically the only one that, that, you know, we've been in the league for a long time. And so, um, they're the only program that in, in, in league history that's ever really been in a conversation, at least in the last probably 20 years. Um, and, and so, you know, we're in a really fun position when it comes to that. And, you know, some things would definitely have to break our way. We would have to play really well this weekend, which we're totally capable of doing. And then nationally, some things would have to break our way. But we're at an RPI of 22 um, and and still very much in that conversation. Cool. Is this the best team you've had? I mean, at this point in the year, I think you've already tied your look at your nine. Yeah, you've tied your uh, record for uh, wins. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's safe to say that this is probably the best team that we've had, um, you know, talent wise, certainly from a performance standpoint, certainly, you know, from from my tenure as head coach and in 2013, we set the school record for wins with 49. Um, you know, our non-conference strength of schedule in 2013 was like 200 something. Our non-conference strength of schedule right now is 11. Um, our non-conference RPI is five, um, you know, so I think that from a standpoint of we played 30 games away from, from home, um, and we've played the 11th hardest non-conference schedule and, you know, we've still won 41 games in the regular season. I would say, yes, this is probably our, our best team. Um, and, and quite honestly, you know, we're still not playing and, and, and clicking on all cylinders. So we're, we're still um, working to find the best version of ourselves and, and hopefully put that together at the right time. That'll do it for Camel Call Friday, a fun weekend of baseball, everything on ESPN+. Plus. Same with the track regionals on ESPN+. Plus. Big South Tournament Championship game scheduled for Saturday at noon on ESPN. You will have audio coverage for you of that first championship game. GoCamels.com and the Varsity Network. I'm Chris Meyer saying so long. Have a great weekend.